Hello again, folks. This is uh, Let's Talk Ed. Uh, Chris is out for the day. Uh, I am here with uh, Kirby Long, a professor of uh, English literature in uh, North Dakota at the uh, community college where I work. And he's talking to us about the importance of literature, the importance of languages, to creating a workforce that is competitive, a workforce that is analytical, a workforce that's prepared, irrespective of whether the individuals are going to transfer or they're going to go straight into employment. Uh, Kirby, hello again. Hello. Uh, tell me a little bit about, in from your experiences over the last decade, you've been uh, in the trenches of teaching. Do you see a difference or do you, do you approach teaching liberal arts students differently than you do current technical education students? Or tell me how you approach it in general. So with, with liberal arts students, I feel like it's less of a sell to say you need to take English composition because this will be beneficial for you and your education you need to take general credits in humanities because this will will give you a a broader base of knowledge i feel like it's it's less difficult trying to convince students of of liberal arts degrees that oh okay i should do that with career and technical students oftentimes they're they're looking at education as maybe more transactional so i'm going to go to the class and then you're going to give me the grade. So there's there's less interplay between me and those students because they don't necessarily want to take English comp. They don't necessarily want to take intro to poetry or intro to film, anything like that, because I'm going to school to be a welder. I just want to weld. So how do we bridge that gap and try to make things relevant for those students. One of the things that I've done in my class is I've provided a, a writing genre for students to craft their message in. So they can write a personal essay. Uh, at one point in the semester, they write a profile or a product review or a community proposal. And that's really all I give them is the genre of writing that they're going to practice. They get to choose their topic. And I always tell them, you choose your topic. So if it gets boring after an hour, it's a little bit your fault, but just choose a new topic. So instead of maybe pigeonholing students into, okay, well, we're, we're going to read this short story and we're going to analyze this short story and you're going to essentially write a book report about it, whether or not you like the book. Giving students options in the classroom gets a lot better response. So I've had welding students who have, have written product reviews about stick welding, arc welding versus wire feed welding and which of them produces better quality welds. Okay, great. So now students are writing about something that's interesting, something that's that's going to matter to them in the future. At the same point, the liberal arts students 
also get the same options. They can choose whatever they want. And for that product review essay, I actually suggest, okay, if you're a liberal, liberal arts student and you're going to transfer to a different school to complete a four-year degree, what school are you going to pick? Use the product review to kind of do double duty. On the one hand, you're going to complete the assignment. On the other hand, you can research what school you're going to go to in the future. Maybe you'll even write your product review and say, here are two schools that I'm thinking about, but based on my criteria that I write about within the product review, this school is actually a better choice. It's interesting. You, you, you personally come from a family that owns a manufacturing uh, company. Uh, do you think that uh, your family rose to, you know, owning such a business if it was just about uh, your parents being hotshot welders or fabricators as opposed to being able to understand the, the books, understand how to, when they read the tax law, understand the very basics of it and communicate and write reports and journal and whatnot? Uh, am I getting it right? Is that is that a good equivalency? Uh, yeah. Um, um, one thing that that you've mentioned to me several times off the air is we don't have welding students without algebra. So we don't have career and technical education without liberal arts. The two of them fold together. We don't have business and marketing students without some kind of communication or English class. It's, it's one thing to say, yeah, I ran the numbers and here are the profit margins. But if you can't communicate that to the rest of your team, then what's the point? So my parents come from a, a really rich background of, of work experience and using all of the skills that they, they picked up in past jobs put them in the place where they are now. So it's, it's all about transfer of skills, but that's one thing that students struggle with. They'll learn how to do the skill in this one class, but when it comes to another class next semester that should have the same skill involved, they don't think that, oh yeah, I learned it last semester. Now it's going to be applicable this semester. Yeah, so I'm thinking to myself, if you're writing a report to an insurance company or, or um, you, you know, you want to explain things. And if you're going to be unable, therefore, you're not going to get the, the check that, that you're hoping for. If you're a police officer and you can't really write, um, I'm not talking about a ticket. I'm talking about a report that pertains to an incident or something. We have difficulty, right? Because no judge is going to let that stand. Um, so if you don't mind, tell me how you teach the individuals to be able to write to the audience that they're trying to address, as opposed to writing because they have to write and, oh my goodness, that's the end of the world. I have to do something other than um, cut wood or, or pound nails or whatever they, they want to do or like to do? Well, a lot of it comes down to rhetorical situation, which we talked about in our last segment. But 
a lot of this is being able to tie real world scenarios to these these writing assignments. One of the last things that I do in English 110 is a community proposal essay. And in the past, I've I've said, okay, what is a, a problem in your community and how are you going to solve it? I've actually narrowed that down for certain semesters and said, what is a campus problem that we could solve? So now we all have experience with the problem that you're trying to address. As I'm going forward this semester, I think I'm going to revise that a little bit more because I always end up with students who say, here's this giant problem that we want to solve on campus. And to fund it, we're going to uh, start a GoFundMe account, which, okay, you want to build a new ice hockey arena that's going to cost multiple millions of dollars. That's going to be a pretty big GoFundMe and a lot of bake sales. So instead, I want to couch that assignment more so in terms of, okay, now you have a $50,000 grant. So a pretend grant for the sake of, of the assignment. With that $50,000, what problem in the community could you address and how would you allocate that $50,000. So a lot of this is about tying what we do in the classroom to, to real world situations. And even, even saying it that way is a bit problematic because being in college is being part of the real world. So what we're trying to do is connect lessons from inside the walls of the classroom to outside the walls of the classroom. Yeah. <laughs> Another element that, that you touched on uh, with me prior to recording is uh, how essential languages are to understanding the world. I, I want to use that as a segue into the national sport of complaining about today's politics and today's demagoguery and today's inability of multiple groups to communicate with one another. How do you address that in uh, in the classroom and how do you think, or what do you think the role of the languages in communication uh, are in trying to bridge those gaps? Especially in terms of teaching literature. It's, it's very difficult to get students in the door when we're doing intro to poetry or intro to literature, intro to creative writing, anything like that, because students have been told for a long time that, okay, well, why would you, why would you go and study liberal arts? That's, that's not what any employer wants. So you could put down that, that you studied accounting on your resume and an employer would jump right on it, but put down well, yes, I, I learned how to analyze poetry and write poetry, and an employer is probably going to pass you over. But really, literature is how we understand the world. So we we take real world situations and we couch them in terms of a fictional environment. We couch them in terms of fictional characters, but we consume this literature and 
that's how we try and make sense of the world by by looking at stories, by looking at fictional stories, and then applying what we learn in those stories to our living, breathing, everyday world. So if we're thinking in terms of people in career and technical education are, are only going to take their field-specific classes. So I'm going to learn how to weld. I only take welding classes. That still doesn't build up those soft skills that we need to be successful out in the world. So there's, there's a joke about the humanities that, okay, if you only study STEM, you can clone a dinosaur. But the humanities will tell you why that might be a bad idea. So we have all of these transfers of skills from learning English, from learning literature that we can put into other places in our everyday lives. Absolutely. Uh, toward, uh, toward this, I think, uh, in my mind, there isn't a leader who's not a storyteller. Right. They need to set that vision and they need to walk with the flock toward that uh, finish line. Uh, so I cannot agree more with you. And, and then there's the element of there is conflict when there isn't communication. So, no, I appreciate it. And I appreciate what you do in the classroom to help uh, students. That was another episode with Kirby Lund, uh, an English professor here at uh, Williston State College in North Dakota. I'm Zahi Atala. This is Let's Talk Ed. We'll see you next time.